Hello and welcome to Rehearse the Truth, a podcast where we equip and empower believers in the arts to prophetically and creatively broadcast God's light into the darkness and reclaim the arts for the kingdom. Hello and welcome back to episode 10. I cannot believe this, um, but I am pumped about today um, because we have a very special person in my life um, that God has just aligned um, radically crazy cool. Um, Literally, y'all, we maybe have hung out a couple of times in person, (laughs) which is hilarious. Um, But she is a mentor and a leader in my life. And I am just so thankful for this much, much um, fullness of wisdom that's about to drop down (laughs) um, because it is going to be good. So please welcome Cassie Matthews. We are excited to have you for the extension of this series, which is called The Truth Over Your Lies. And so, or quote unquote, over your, over my lie, right? Sure. We'll go with that. (laughs) All right. Anyways, we're going to start you out with um, rapid fire questions. Um, You have not been prepped whatsoever, um, which is really true. So this is all going to be genuine. All right. So quick question. Beach or mountains? Beach. Okay. Yes. Favorite activity to do as a family? Oh, probably going to walk around the neighborhood. I've got four little babies. They're not all babies, but four. Love it. Okay. On a rainy day, curl up and watch a movie or read a book? Book all day. Okay. Mm. Favorite memory as a dancer? Oh, can I pass? I don't. (laughs) What comes to mind? That's so hard. Um, I danced in the Nutcracker growing up. I mean, Mm. Probably six or seven years of from little bitty, and then when I was older, and those performances, I I love the Nutcracker, and I take my kids now that they're a little bit older, and we watch and just seeing them experience it, experience it, and reliving it. Um, so those those performances were pretty. That's awesome. awesome. Okay, and Christmas or Easter? Easter. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. I'm shook. I love. I I listen, I love baby Jesus, and there's a lot, there's just a lot to do at Christmas. There's a lot Truth. of pressure, a lot of things, and it's sweet and it's special for sure, um, but there's a lot of pressure. And I think Easter, that resurrection, and just yeah. watching my kids, the Easter bunny kind of takes a back seat to cool. right, the resurrection, but yep. at Christmas, you really got to fight Santa yes. off to okay. talk about baby Jesus. <laughs> hey, <laughs> talk about she it. Okay. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. All the coffee. Thank you. That's all she that. That's the only question accepted. we needed. No. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so glad that you're here. Yes. We have the same name. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, so glad that you're here today. Yeah. Um, and this whole like series essentially is um, coming from the name of the podcast, Rehearse the Truth, mm-hmm. but then taking it a level deeper mm-hmm. in intentionality to rehearsing the truth over a lie from your life mm-hmm. um, that you have struggled with or or whatever. So um, take us a little bit into um, just what was a moment within, like like Amy brought up, you're a dancer mm-hmm. and you, you have mm-hmm. been for your whole life. Well, mm-hmm. we should probably like, can you give us a brief description of just you and like where where maybe you did do stuff or like that, like kind of like just a mm-hmm. hot minute into that. Yes. That would be great. <laughs> okay. Keep it a hot minute. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. She's a talker, people. I am. I Love am. it. They got to keep me tight leash. Um, Yeah. So I started dancing when I was three. 
um, and I danced in a studio. I, my first solo was at six. I mean, mm-hmm. I just was in it. And my mom tells the story when I was little, I would cry on the days and it wasn't a dance day because oh I gosh. wanted to be at the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I danced my whole life. I uh, really concentrated in ballet, but then I also did hip hop. So I kind of had yes. both ends. So nice. I like the structure, but then I also like the groove. How and wonderful. The, yeah, nice. real fun. Um, and then I danced in college. I was on the dance team in college. I taught dance classes after college to little kids and continued to dance. And so, um, since coming out of college, I haven't been able, you know, there's not a lot for adults. Uh Um, so I haven't been able to dance as much, but I've always stayed connected with Mm, it. And so, um, the last time I danced, gosh, was a few months ago. I took a class, like a pop-up hip hop workshop from Ryan Warren. Sick. That's awesome. And yeah, he's with uh, Gateway here in South Lake, and so Texas people, Texas. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, no. That's all good. We just we gonna let you know where she at, um, and, and where where other people at. So oh, there you go. Keep all, going. All I know is Texas. So the <laughs> <laughs> so universe. Um, but yeah. So anyways, just that's always been my creative vein is dancing, and not even necessarily like theatrical performances. Really, just dance. And I have have done. Um, theatrical dance because that was the only avenue or outlet but that's not my natural um, got it i don't know lean yeah okay cool that yes. that that helps i think i again too like y'all a couple times we've hung out but like i feel like i'm about to learn so much um even though like we've learned so much about each other over the beautiful app of marco polo yeah, um, but now we get to have a little bit more in-depth conversation yes. so back to the topic at hand yes so so going off of that as a dancer um but but being a believer and a christ follower um I know my sister-in-law has been trying to combine those worlds and it's not always easy, you know, trying yeah. to be a performing artist, um, but then living uh, for the Lord. So tell us a little bit about that experience for you and maybe like a moment where you felt like within that world, you were kind of called out of the darkness into the light. So I would say the light, my um, my parents are not believers and I didn't come up with a foundation of faith to have anything anchored into. And so when I went into dance, I was in a secular studio. There's a lot of religious or, um, yeah, I mean, I guess you call them religious Mm -hmm. studios now. My girls take part in a a studio here in our area that everything is, it's it's biblical, it's Mm -hmm. foundational, it's fundamental to a believer. And, and, they, so they're being taught from an early age. So I good. didn't have that. Super yeah. rare, though. Super rare, yeah. And so when I was little, I didn't even know that this lie was being sown, mm. but I believed that my ability um, and then the favor that was earned from that ability was my identity. Mm-hmm. And it was little. It was stuff like the teacher saying, wow, I, you're, you're such, you did so good, Cassie. That, that plie was right. And it was like, oh, oh, I want more of that. Wow. Right. And so the enemy really used that, that seed and that lie. And it created this root system in my life Mm -hmm. that was intertwined with almost everything. And there were a lot of things I struggled with later in life, seeking approval and needing that, needing that affirmation from man. And I didn't even realize that those things were connected. And so I was trying to kill the weed, but mm. I was just pulling out the top. I yes. wasn't in the root system because I didn't know. I didn't know that those things were connected. And so um, it wasn't until 
we became members of Gateway in South Lake, Texas, <laughs> um, and they have a huge creative arts ministry. And so I, st- I, they had ballet classes in the evenings, and I was just desperate mm. to get back in a dance class. So I did, and um, started to kind of learn and realize I, I had been, a, I became a believer when I was fifteen. So I mean, years of being a believer, but not really understanding how that connected to my creativity. Yes. And so coming and taking ballet and being a part where they're speaking about like this is a gift from God and mm. it's being used to honor God and 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 just some things started to be spoken over that passion that mm. it was like what? Mm. I don't know. And so God used that in this process of of getting into classes in um, a faith-filled setting to kind of unpack that, those lies and to kind of, that I started to realize, oh, wait, these things were connected. So when I was a teenager and I was um, being, making poor choices with boys that was connected to needing the approval of man. Yes. And I, and it was like, I, I just never put it together. I just thought I'm making bad choices and I just need to keep surrendering this sin, surrendering yeah. this sin. And I was so, I mean, I was 32 years old at this time and like I have in a healthy, wonderful marriage, these beautiful children. Mm-hmm. But God knew, he knew that, that that it wasn't all the way unpacked, and he mm-hmm. wanted to get down in there. He wanted to get the root system out so that I could truly walk in freedom and, ex- and experience what he had intended for the creativity that he had given me. That is so, so good. Like, <laughs> like I told you, wisdom. Yeah, here we, here we go. Um, I, I just love that you are, you're so articulate about the fact that there was a lie that you believed, but then it had created this entire root system in mm-hmm. your life. And mm-hmm. that that vocabulary, that language is so, so like important to me as a person of how – and we've talked about this in this series before, that there's a lie, but then there's a root. And how how do you get to the actual root of the problem? And even seeing that it's connected to the way I'm relating to other people. Right. It's connected to relationships or it's connected to the way I talk to my mom or whatever it could be. So go into what it was like to really to actually with the Lord uproot that lie and that belief system. Yeah, so um I had like I said I had started taking a ballet class and then about a year later uh, Gateway does this huge Christmas production and it's the one that I participated in it was 2 years ago it was called Chasing Lights. And so I um, auditioned for that, and through the support of my family, it's it's a really intense process. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, we rehearse crazy hours, and I had three young children at the time, and so I had a lot of support to be able to do that, and I did it. And uh, I auditioned, and I got a role in the ensemble, and so it was just it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But they really anchor everything they do. This they're, they're performing. Um, to really express God's love to the people who are watching it. It's mm. it's it's so it's a really beautiful thing and they anchor everything in prayer and in scripture and in truth. So walking that out was really amazing. And then at the same time I was in this Bible study, this women's group, and it was really a lot of open-ended questions. It was asking God sitting in God's presence and asking him things like what is my purpose? Mm. What do you have for me? And so it was the combination of those two things where God really started to reveal the lie that had occurred, mm. because like I said, I was so far away from some of that really destructive behavior that had happened in my teens and in my young 20s. Um, 
but he he started one day I was sitting in rehearsal of Chasing Lights and I remember him saying I'm redeeming this. Mm. Go ahead. Mm. And I was like, what? Like uh, what do you mean you're redeeming it? Like I'm in church dancing. It's wow. redeemed. <laughs> and he's like, I'm redeeming this. So good. And so he really um I I think what what helped uproot that system for me was getting with God, getting in his presence and not just in prayer, but really getting into his word and Mm -hmm. letting that word, letting his living word come and walk alongside of what he was revealing. So to anchor it and to really get in there and and to speak against that lie that the enemy had had given me. And so um, I just, I I really, that started a season for me where I'm in God's word every day. And mm-hmm. without it, I mean, it is a day-by-day difference. If there are some days where I get busy and I get out the door before I have time to sit in his word, and it's it's tangible. Yeah. I'm the the person that I am without his word and with his word. And so it's become this discipline, but the discipline has produced such good, good fruit. Mm-hmm. And so some of the scriptures during that time that he revealed the um I'm going to I'm going to pause yes, you for just one second. Sorry. I really no, want to hear fine. that. No, that's so good. <laughs> keep going, keep going. No, she's like she's <laughs> No, I got some too though. So oh, pick, go ahead go. and I'm going to maybe piggyback or it might just be a new thing, but I feel like Jesus is saying something. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I uh you you go first, Amy. You sure? Yeah. Okay, so I feel like in this moment the I, I don't know who is listening, but right now there's just a key part that I don't want you to miss in in the story that you were sharing and I think it's so pinnacle because I think so often we can almost bypass it um, that we're a lost case and that 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 mm-hmm. that lie is it, it will forever be a part of us and that it will be co- forever destructive and forever just attached onto us and so I don't know who needs to hear this right now, yeah. but the fact of the matter is, is you're not too late. Um, he's not done. Um, mm-hmm. If you have breath in your lungs, um, there's a reason and a purpose. And so even now, um, would you posture yourself in a position to to receive the truth that's about to come um, from somebody who has walked this out in that position where God said um, in that moment, I'm going to redeem this. And so somebody else right now is going to be redeemed mm-hmm. of this um, mm-hmm. because uh, it's it's your time. <laughs> it's time that, that, that you come home and it's time that you that you uproot what is the lie that has been um that has been on your shoulders and and reconstructing your mind to do something that it's completely not supposed to do and it cannot go into the art it cannot it cannot be attached anymore in the name of jesus Mm -hmm. um to this art form that you have because you carry something that is um that is Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like super, super good. And so I don't know who you are right now, but I, but but listen up because you're he's not done. He's not mm-hmm. done with you one bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you are seen, you are known, and you are loved in mm-hmm. this moment. Um, son or daughter, you are seen, you are known, and you are loved. He's going to redeem it mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's, that's pretty much exactly where I wanted to go, honestly, is coming out of that. Um, It's hard to sit with that and Mm -hmm. say, there's a lie. There's a root system. Yeah. I feel like I'm past this being redeemed. I feel like I can... You just feel helpless and hopeless in a sense. So so the question is to you, Cassie, what makes it worth uprooting it? Why go through the pain of letting the Lord refine and uproot that system? Because when when Amy was just speaking to the listener what the word that kept 
just resonating was shame, shame. And and it, mm. the shame yeah. is was so heavy. And still, I still struggle heavily with shame, thinking about things that I did in high school mm. that it's those people, I will never see them again. I can never be redeemed in their eyes. I can never mm. say, but look, but look at the wife I am, but look at the mother I am, but look at the... Wow. Look at my ministry. Look how I love Jesus. Look, I can never, I will never be redeemed to them. Mm. And and so, and that is heavy. And, yeah. and, and the enemy all the time, I'll have these flashes because there were just so many things, so many things where I walked in that lie and I um, fell to the sin. The enemy always wants to bring that stuff to mind. And God does not want that to remain. Mm-hmm. He wants... I am redeemed in him. Amen. And Amen. and my past does not dictate my future. And Amen. so I think that it, that it's worth it because the shame is so heavy and it will always keep you. It will hold you back from what the Lord has for you in your present and in your future, but really right now and today. If you let that shame, that heavy, it's it's a knot in your chest. It's like a um blanket over your eyes, over your head, if you let that remain, you will never experience the fullness that God has for you, for yourself, but also we're the body of Christ. And so if we're not functioning, the body's not functioning. And our place in the body, if if my pinky finger stopped moving, that wouldn't seem very significant, but but you need your pinky, right? And so I I need to be fully functioning mm-hmm. and the shame does not allow me to fully function. And so you've got to you've got to let God get in there and rip it out from the roots so that you can function for yourself, but also it's he has so much in store to just flow through you onto the people and the body and the people around you. That's so good. Do you have something? Uh yeah, I I just am reminded of a it's actually a song that Cassie and I like she sent me a couple uh, probably a year and a half ago when we started mm. even like contemplating mm. this. And mm. I just feel like it's so like this podcast, y'all, <laughs> like this has been a, in the making. And so like, again, not rehearsed, um, but because the truth is so evident, um, it reminds me of Generous Portion by um, Cageless Birds. And at one point it says, to the shame that took us or took our voice, now hear us roar. Amen. I don't know who's sitting on the other side, but I just really do. I feel like what she was talking about, like there is a, there's a blanket over you, but then also in return there's a muzzle over your mouth mm. and in the, in the name of Jesus I'm going to need you to say Jesus help me in this moment to to, to have that be redeemed mm. to have that be pulled off in that moment um, and in this moment not not in a moment in in an hour not in not tomorrow mm. but right now mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus we ask that shame come off of you yeah. um, that it be broken in in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus you are freed mm. from what people have spoken over you what has been looked at you in the face that has um, even in, in, in a moment of it, quote unquote in our world and in our industry, it could have been a, a note given, a note that was given without love and a note that wasn't given in truth or grace. I, I speak over that in the mo- in this moment right now and I redeem that, that moment and that quote that was said over you that is on repeat incessantly to the point where it just seems like a video that you can't get play, that you can't even turn it off and it just keeps playing and keeps playing. I break that off of you in the name of Jesus and I need you to open your mouth it's critical Mm. that you open your mouth and say jesus Mm. because and you say jesus shame has no longer Mm -hmm. has has a name on me 
it's so important. And, and a part of my story is the fact of like shame that people have like radically impacted me with their words and words cut guys, mm. words cut deep and they cut to the point of, again, um, I just am always taken back to the fact of like, in the beginning, when Adam and Eve were tempted in a way, it was all because of words, mm -hmm. words that were thrown at them in a, in a moment of deception. And they took of the words and they allowed that to rewrite their story. Mm -hmm. But what God has to say about you is completely different. And so, yeah, okay, well, I don't know how to get back, but no. here you go. Yeah, no. Well, let's take that to to a practical level. Yes. Yeah. Cassie, speak to us the lie that you hear sometimes when this comes back up. What what do you hear? What is a whisper that you hear? Mm. Oh gosh, to put it into words, <laughs> um, it's 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 shame. It's it's shame. We Amy sent me a sermon not too long ago. It was Victory Tulsa. What is that pastor's name? Yeah, Paul Dowdery. <laughs> I freaking love you, man. He's awesome. Anybody? I'm not yes. joking you. Go ahead. And wasn't it him? He said, to those who say shame on you, I say yes. shame off you. Yes. And I was oh like, my put gosh. it on a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on your coffee cup. Yes. Like that is. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really, I think it is. I think it's just shame. You should be embarrassed. Wow. Mm. Okay. You, and you should be embarrassed. Yeah. And okay. that's so good. And that's such a practical sense because I remember even somebody being like, um, just in a conversation and it's so easily mm -hmm. that we say like, shame on you for doing that. Shame on you. And in that moment, there's a practical sense <laughs> that you need to rewrite that yes. and you need to literally say J shame off of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, yes. why do we exist guys is to equip and to empower you. If mm -hmm. you, these are practical tools and, and it's all truth mm -hmm. at the end of the day, mm -hmm. that is truth. It aligns with the word of mm. God. And I need you to say it and to claim it off of you. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, mm -hmm. literally rewrite it, the narrative mm -hmm. that people want to automatically team up with shame on you. And in this industry, it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's almost to the point where it makes you, did you want to go back in to dance? Right. Yeah. I, yes. Because I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it so much. I had such a desire to do it, but yeah. So yes. <laughs> so, but but in a sense, it's like, would you have felt as confident if you didn't know in that moment how to literally handle what was given to you? Gotcha. And even in the sense too of, it, I mean, I've experienced it with religious like foundations, mm. oh, sure. oh, you know, sure. and I think that that's where grace has to be given because at yeah. the end of the day, people are sinful yeah. and they're, they're born broken. They're born sinful, man. Yeah. And that doesn't like, it is what it is. And yeah. so I think we put all these expectations into even these houses mm -hmm. that are, yeah. quote unquote, by the truth. Yeah. But because they're run by people that mm -hmm. are just broken, there's a level of grace that we have to understand yeah. as we walk into yeah. those places just as much as the grace that we would like to be shown. Mm -hmm. We have to freely give it out time yeah. and time again and not in a way where I think that that's interesting. In a moment where somebody could speak shame on you, mm -hmm. you could easily go back into a place of like, shame on you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But in a sense, yeah. it's like, how do we go to that posture of shame off of you yeah. and shame off of me yeah. and come together as the body of Christ? And like, is there practical um, scripture that yes. you have been able to team up with? Yeah. Um, because that's where I'm sitting here and I'm like, God, give me, give me a verse. Yes. Oh, um, I because got, I think I got all the verses go, go so, for it. So yes. So, so this being a practical tool, yeah. when you hear the whisper, you should be embarrassed. Yeah. What do you open your mouth and say? 
Um, well, I, I think it's, it's two part. It's not ever the same thing. And, and that's what staying in God's word every single day. It's, it's alive, right? It's active. And so you have to be in his word Mm -hmm. because what I need yesterday, what I needed yesterday is not what I need today. And so you have got to get in his word every day and let it speak. Mm And I mean, I even, I'll read five verses, but they're, they're so rich and they're so full and God can use it. Mm-hmm. I'll read, you know, and so it doesn't have to be this really long, but, but I think what really, when, when God was revealing to me the root system, he was mm-hmm. re- revealing that my dancing needed to be redeemed, even though I didn't realize it. Um, there were a few different verses that come to mind. I have Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So not only did he create me with this passion and this art- artistry, mm-hmm. but he also created an avenue and an outlet for it. And that's not wow. the enemies. So right? good. So good. And yeah. so to just to keep going back in, to keep showing up. But, but really, I think that for me, even overflows into my personality. I am a talker. I want everybody to know what I think. I have lots of opinions and you don't ever have to wonder what they are. <laughs> and And to not have to apologize for that, mm-hmm. to know that that can be used and manipulated in a negative way, but God also created me that way and he yeah. wants to use it. Yeah. So to not feel like I have to apologize for who I am, who I'm created to be, because it doesn't look as appealing as maybe a character. So my husband is patient for days, <laughs> for days. And with four children, that is really something to to seek after is that patience, right? And it's not that God didn't create me patient. He created me with other strengths, and we need those together. And so instead of comparing my lack of patience, if you want to call it that, to his abundance, why don't I press into what my strengths are that God's created mm. in me because I am his handiwork, and mm. he is creating me to be my kids' parents or, you know, what, what, however that lines up. No, that's great. Right? So – that's one. I have yes. more. Can yeah, I keep, keep going? going? Yeah, keep, keep going. going. Right. Yeah, we like all the truth. Okay, good. I gotcha. Um, this is Revelation 4.11, and this is the New Living Translation. And this is just the second part of it. Um, it says, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. And I just love that. Like, he created me because I please him mm-hmm. the way I am created. And so um, I just – I don't I, – I think just sitting in, in the identity of – I am God's creation. I am favored. I am loved. I think that is how you combat the lie. And so when you feel the need to receive the approval of man to validate whatever it is you're doing, it's like, no, no, my validation comes from God because he created me because he's pleased with me. So I am literally my existence is validation. And wow. so I think I think that it that is how you combat mm-hmm. any of the lies is with truth. And so and then the other one, this one is, I mean, Psalm one thirty nine. Mm. It's like period just <laughs> done done right the whole chapter people. But I did. I went through and I kind of pulled out. So it's if if it's okay, I'll read through the ones the parts of it that yeah okay. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me before a word is on mm-hmm. my tongue. You, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before me. You lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? And then it goes on to talk about um, in the light and the dark, on the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. 
even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast, even in the darkness. And obviously, darkness can be night. It's also a symbol for sin, right? That So that shame, that even in that shame, mm. it will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day, for darkness is as light to you. Mm. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. Your eyes saw my unformed body. And for me, when I was reading this, preparing for this, that the word potential kind of jumped out. So you saw my potential. Mm. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. I could just sit in that mm-hmm. like yeah. all day, man, all day. So so good. So good. Yep. Um, I just like as we wrap up this time, I just want to honor you. Thank you for everything. Whoa, I'm not going to look over there. Okay. Um, I'll start crying. <laughs> Are we shocked? Um, Sweet friend. But um, no, thank you for just countless days of just being there on the other side of even if it's just a phone call. I'm so thankful for what you give out um, and then what you've shared in this time. Um, and so we honor you in that moment. And thank you for being um, just so honest and transparent with the fact of how shame can dictate, um, but shame off of you in Jesus name. Amen. Um, and, um, and shame off of you guys um, on mm-hmm. the other end. Um, I think that God's just really cool at the end of the day of how he um, works things off. And I've heard this for you the whole year, um, but I'm going to say it to you. And I believe like I got like we prayed beforehand um, when we even started. I just felt like there was a group of moms that were listening attached Mm. to this that you think that shoot um you think your time's up Mm. like you think that you're not meant to dance you're not meant to act you're not meant to sing and that's so not true Mm -hmm. um i've said it to you time and time again but dance over your kids Mm -hmm. dance over your house sing over your kids sing over your house um sing over your marriage dance Mm -hmm. over your marriage um dance over the homes of and the schools and and all these things that y'all are attached to Mm -hmm. it goes far beyond Mm -hmm. your understanding Mm -hmm. and so um to all the moms out there and to all the dads um, that could be just thinking that your time is up in the gift of artistry, mm. we take that back and we say it is redeemed in Amen. Jesus' name, that shame come off of you and that you step back into the ring of being chosen, being set apart and being uh, being chosen as an artist, a son or a daughter. I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest thing that I've heard. Your identity today, it belongs to him and mm. to him alone. Yeah. And so would you... Would you come back? Um, One of the things that just in closing, I think uh, to go back to what I was kind of hearing earlier, um, Genesis um, 3.10, when they heard the sound of you in the garden, I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. There was a key, though, in that, I think. They heard the sound. Mm -hmm. They know the sound of their Redeemer. They know Mm -hmm. the sound of their Savior. Mm -hmm. And do you hear the sound of your Redeemer and your Savior and your Deliverer today? Um, And and be attentive to it and lean into it and press into it because he is uprooting something um, that you cannot do by your own power or your own might. But by his stripes, Mm -hmm. you have been healed and that you are set free today. 
Because why? Because truth sets us free. And so come into agreement with that today and let that rest over you. Um, you're not done. And so we're going to pray over you as you um, as we close this out. And just thanks. Thanks again for being here. Thanks Father, we me. thank you so much just for Cassie Matthews. We thank you for um, just the warrior that she is, God, that the, um, the leader that she stands up to be countless times. She stands in the gap. Um, on behalf of things that you care about, God, I've seen it time and time again, God, and you are you are creating in her a new thing, God. Um, it is it is boisterous, it is bold, mm. it is fierce, mm. um, and it cannot be tamed because there is no shame attached onto that, God. Jesus. But there is only your name. And so, God, I just pray that she walk in fullness of who you have claimed her to be, God. We thank you for redeeming the gift that she has within her. All that, all that encompasses within that gift, whether that be dance or her voice or her compassion, just her heart, God. We thank you for the daughter um, that you are just raising up to be a warrior in battle. And so, God, would you go before her as she stands in the gap and takes her rightful position as an artist to reclaim the arts for the kingdom? We say yes to you and only you, God. We thank you for this time. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing up and for rewriting somebody's story today, for changing yeah. the narrative, for breaking off the chains mm-hmm. and the videos and the the just vicious cycles of what mm-hmm. we have teamed up with. Mm-hmm. And God, we say, forgive us. We mm-hmm. repent of what it is. And we say, God, shame off of us mm-hmm. and that we are a daughter and a son of the Most High. We love you, Lord, with mm-hmm. all that we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Mm. Cassie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank, thank you. you for just sharing your heart and your story. And so now as we close the episode, just as we always do, we want to speak a blessing over the listeners. So guys, if you would just open yourself up to receive this blessing that Cassie Matthews is going to speak over you. May the Lord bless you as you take your place as a warrior in the battle of reclaiming the arts for the kingdom. May you walk boldly as the masterpiece you were created to be, defined only by your Father's voice. May God's divine creativity flow through you as a reflection of your Maker. May pride, comparison, fear, pressure, insecurity, and all other footholds of evil in our industry be silenced by God's truth. May you encounter the heart of the Father, the love of the Savior, and the power of the Spirit in your life every day this week. You are seen, you are known, you are loved. See you guys next week.